Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <clears throat> welcome, welcome. Car again, yeah, always the car. Always the car. Moy's in the car. How's they all doing this morning? Finally, welcome M1 underscore bear underscore version three. Did you get banned a couple times? <clears throat> I like your memes. Thank you. They're not memes. They're art. It's art. <sighs> Unbelievable. Hey, Jim, did you see uh, Biden's new executive order lifting Trump's ban on transgenders? Yeah, it's fine. If you want to see horror, you, you get to see it, you know? I mean, I wouldn't put my daughter in the same uh, vicinity as a, as a biological male and uh, put her in danger. But if you're going to do that, on a, on a grand level, we'll see. I mean, in a way, I'm interested to see the data. Just, you know, let it happen. Because right now, you know, we see instances that imply what the outcome would be. I mean, I, there's moral argument against inversion of the sexes and violating the law of identity and, and uh, upside down world shit. But on a, on a, pragmatic uh level fine let's see i almost uh, to some level there's obviously a threshold where you have to push back but i see there's another opportunity to just be like for for a variety of things not everything right not not absolutely but um just like okay like if the right doesn't push back so hard on on some things and they're just like go go for it let's let's see what you got and just let it play out because you know all of those policies like i said on a previous post there's no progress if your basis for reality is relativism there's no such thing as progress if uh, everything's a construct so um, you don't have to push back if the truth itself pushes back for you. You don't have to push back. You let them build the structures on sand and you let them fall. I mean, that's it. That's how I look at it all. I'm just like, fine, stop resisting it. Just watch. And, and you can be right about it, you know, but stop doing the tension thing. You know, stop like demanding this tense interaction with your opposition. It's like, you know, it's like, a, you know, it's almost like sexual. It's just like, stop. Just watch. You'll see. It's fine. Making zero sense because you're making too many assumptions. I don't know who you're talking to about. It's hard to tell from the chat who's trolling and who's reacting to someone else's statements. I, I don't really know. Um, oh, this is it. I wanted to show you guys a uh, a comment that 
um, you'll get often. Explain the part where one person's beliefs in this regard has any negative effect, direct impact on your life personally. And not only can you connect um, impact on your life, you know, through policy, through your own children, all of this stuff, but but that's not an argument. That's not a you know, you know, that's not a requirement for calling out something that's not true for for pursuing truth. It doesn't have to have a negative impact on you. I mean, you can potentially call out truth and inversion when it actually aids your um, your standing, your economic standing, your social standing. You can speak out against things that actually help that are actually helping you on a, on a material or monetary level. So this line of thinking, don't let people get away with this. And also don't take the bait right away by responding to their particular because it's it's a trick. Um, you can respond to the their uh, their starting assumption that uh, that's a prerequisite, as if uh, as if I need to find a way specifically that something is currently impacting me in a negative way, which is, by the way, a subjective measure. Um, then uh, then you don't you don't have any right to speak out against something. It's total bullshit. It's just total bullshit. So don't even uh, deal with that, right? Don't interfere with the, yeah, don't interfere when the enemy destroys yourself. Great art, bad message, Sean King, exactly. I mean, it's fine. I Because the NBA and all these sports have really just taken a massive hit, how, how they've really operated as the bread and circus of, of the time for, for centuries, I'm okay with inverting all of it. You know, I, I'm not inverting it. I'm okay with it being inverted just to see the truth. You know, you can't, you can't see the truth unless someone, you know, let them, like if they're magicians, let them do the trick. Because eventually people... You can call out where the slip of the the hand is, the sleight of hand is, only if you let the person do the trick. You can't just stop the magician and be like, stop, don't do it. Don't do the trick. Don't. We're going to stop that trick. If Trump was in, we would stop that trick. No, just you're dealing with magicians. Let them do the trick. Look where the sleight of hand is and look where it's not true. And that's it. So if you want um, a bunch of men going to female prisons. Okay, go for it. If you want a bunch of men competing in professional women's sports cuz it goes the other way. It's not just the, you know, men and men uh, let the let the females into the NFL. Let the females into the NFL. Go for it. Let's watch. Let's watch it. That's fine. Invert the inversion. Just let them yeah, just let it happen. Let's I'm trying to understand why you're an authority on telling people what to engage with. I'm I'm trying to understand why you're an authority on telling me that, you know, just apply the same shit to yourself, dude. I didn't, I never said I'm the authority. I'm just a dude in a car who makes funny memes. Okay. So apply your own criticism to your own statements. If Let's just go into endless regress that nobody's an authority on anything. Okay, why don't we just skip to the conclusion of your stance? Nobody's nobody's word is worth anything. Nobody's opinion's worth anything. How about you pick out something I've said or some position I have 
and point out the logical inconsistency or refute it somehow with reasoning as opposed to appeal to authority fallacy. Okay? If you don't want to get banned, you got to level up your intellect and you got to level up your reasoning. You know? Because that's, that's not going to do it here, guy. <clears throat> that's the funny thing is like people are like, you know, what does it have to do with you? Like this, he's doing exactly this. It's the same guy. It's not even the same guy, but it's similar. Explain the part where a person's belief in this regard has any negative. How about explain the part where my beliefs have any negative impact on you? Again, what's good for the ganders for the goose, as the saying goes. You know, you can't have that approach and not use it on your own statements. You know what I mean? Gammas stick out like sore thumbs. Yes, they do. They do. They don't, they don't use logic. They use appeal to authority, just like that little, you know, the flaming, you know, crappy camper guy who just made an appearance. He thinks because he has a backwards hat and he has a shirt off and he could just, you know, come in and be like, what makes you the authority? It's you making me the authority. You're the one in my chat, assuming that I have an authority by calling out me as an authority. You, you, ba you basically just made me the authority. Wait, why are you the authority? Because you just said I am. That's why. It's as simple as that. If I wasn't, you don't have to listen. You can just get out of the chat. It's simple. Is everything a psyop? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, psyop is, I think, a loaded term. It means that there's like a lot of planning and, and things like this. But I think the world, worldliness, if you're at a spiritual level, uh, the world is... You know, as it is, it's it's uh, it's kind of an inversion itself. It's a it's a fallen world, so it's like I don't know. I wouldn't call it a psyop, though. Um, but I think a lot of things are psyops because even at the basic level, just a person doing like sort of like thoughtful marketing or scheming, it, it could be considered a psyop. You know kind of a psy I'll show you a psyop let's see here's a psyop there's a part of you that's dying it's stuck in the past your experience might have scattered you everywhere And what that means is you didn't map the territory well enough and the parts of your brain that are alarm systems, anxiety systems, are saying, no, no, there's holes in the way you're looking at the world. And you fell in them once and you don't know where they are and you don't know how to fill them and you don't know how to walk around. You get it. That's kind of a psyop. It's like, you know, that's manipulation. I think you can, I think you can mix psyop and man manipulation a little bit. It's like... 
It's like you're a, your life's a turd and you're flat going, you're being flushed down a toilet, but you don't even have the capacity to understand that it's a toilet because you've never seen porcelain so beautiful before. And so you're sort of distracted by the shininess and the well craftsmanship of the toilet and then the, and the boldness of it. And, and you're, you're wondering, well, this is decent, this is decent temperature water. So it's like, I can't be totally in the shitter, but you don't know, do you? You don't know. And that's why I've developed this self authoring program to get you out of the toilet. The music makes this video comical. Exactly. Speaking of music, I've been practicing a little bit. say anyway yeah i've been practicing i upgraded my guitar had a little guitar that wasn't that expensive and then i was like why why talk about my thoughts on bill gates i think bill gates is just another you know kind of low level player he has a lot of resources so people in his position um it's common that because they accumulate so much wealth and power and influence, they have a weird obligation to uh, try to fix the world to the extent they can influence it. And that makes sense. It's like I was I was listening to, to uh, I reviewed C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, and he was talking about in a section how even someone who doesn't realize they're inverting morality, that they're making themselves the God, they're still pursuing what in their view is good. So they're still appealing to good existing, a metaphysical absolute that can't be based in material. But a Bill Gates can't help it. So it's, re it's really interesting. And this gives me a little more um, insight and compassion for humans who are easily... Uh, presented as evil or like, you know, they should be taken out and this kind of stuff is that they're still operating inside the context that there's good, that there's good in the world and they're wrong about their approach and they're wrong about their logic, but they're still operating and appealing to metaphysical truth. That's why it's not entirely worrisome ever uh, or shouldn't be. Because in a way, they justify the absolute um, because they're trying to co-opt it and imperson uh, impersonate, mimic. And so it's, in a way, it's just a, it's a vindication. And that's kind of how I see Bill Gates now, where it's like he's just a weak little frail dude who, you know, st I'm still trying to get back at Brett. 
Brett took, you know, I liked a feather-haired girl named Nancy, and before I could ask her to the prom, Brett took her because he's a football player. And now I'm going to spend my life becoming a needle pusher. And it's like, whatever. Whatever. Go for it, Bill. You know, you couldn't get inside Nancy, and now you're trying to get inside the world. We get it. But you're just a weak little dude. You know, it's all going to make you very sick. Thoughts on collectivism? Um, I guess we have to figure, it depends on what you mean by collectivism, you know? Um, well, some people, you know, the term could mean like a group of people collectivizing the material or the, you know, the economy, like a, you know collectivize, you know, co-op, sequester everything. But, um, I don't buy, I don't, I reject that, but, uh, but I do affirm and, uh, understand, uh, groups like in group preferences, groups of people who share a level of identity, a level of values, traditions, ethnicity, background, heritage, these kinds of things. Um, I understand the value of a collective group, um, you know, and the, the constant problem we're posed, uh, with, uh, in the problem of the one and the many, the, the problem between one of us and who we are and what we value and the relationship to the many and how, uh, inseparable those two are. And so, uh, I understand that I don't go one or the other fully. Because uh, there's a paradox there. But as far as collectivism, the activity, the economic platform is is retarded. <clears throat> Should millennials have more than two kids? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think all people should have more than two kids. I mean, that's your, that's what you've been commanded to do by your creator. Create, do it. I want more than two kids. Do you think there's ever a time where America was based? I don't know. Um, Cause that's like, it's just like a broad, like America. I think there are, are groups of people who are based and then uh, the power um, emerges and then it tries to control and do all this stuff. And then, you know, it saturates everything. And so I don't know when that time was. It's always presented to us that like the 50s were. But I'm like, nah, you guys were just getting primed with the TV. Came out in, what, 53? That moment, everything you thought was glorious. Like, so... There was just living. There was just living. You you were you were a father. You provided. There was a clear set of uh, hierarchy in society between men and women and children, and uh, it required a lot of trust because there were no other loopholes around behavior. You had to interact with people directly, and um, it almost seems like there's a relationship between tech allowing us to circumvent direct connectivity with people physically, looking at the eye. You know, when you, when you look in people's eyes, 
it's harder to lie. You have to actually like be a, a sociopath. You have to be able to do it. And so a lot of these like techs, technologies that emerge kind of splintered the commodity that is trust because it wasn't necessary to do transactions. And whether that be travel and what was necessary to travel, um, you know, that got easier, more efficient. So efficiency is kind of like, I think that's in a weird, in a weird way, it's, it's counter to, um, what people would call based. Of course, the word itself is like based in what it's like, I look at the word based. It's like the most based you can get is grounded in a metaphysical absolute truth, which can only be justified or grounded by God. And so based I think the only base there is, is God. I don't really buy everything is secondary from that base. Like we're a nation, you know, we're a European white nation. That's based. It's like, no, that's all secondary. It's all, you know, that's not based in the metaphysical. So, um, I think truth obviously is the, the first and maybe only true brick, um, in, in the term based. So I think we departed from truth. I'm not sure when, or that's, uh, when that happened in America specifically, cause I even questioned the founding feathers, you know, I always make fun of them cause they were just a, a bunch of flamboyant dudes in tights and, uh, you know, billowing pants and they were just comparing each other's feathers. And they're like, look at my feather. Oh my God, fucking Ben Franklin's gonna fucking write so fucking hard. And he fucking writes his loops and look at all his curly cues. It's fucking, his line work is so fucking sick. So fucking sick. I don't know if I'm every, I'm dead. I'm dead. He, he just kills me every fucking time. And he does that pause. He does that pause. He never smears any of the ink with his hand. It's just like, what the fang? Love being founding feathers. Fuck yeah. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. <clears throat> yeah, base means general strong foundation. Yeah, exactly. Cuz I mean, you can have a group of people that have a f that don't that don't have a foundation that are actually um um what's the word? coagulated. Like you can get groups of people and they don't have a foundation, but they're a legit group of people that have, that take up space, resources, uh, they can, uh, you know, aggregate power, wield it. And, um, and that's not based, but in their, their view, if you, if you don't base it in truth, then, I mean, they would be considered based too, you know, based in something. It's like, what, what are we based in? Based in what? Fang tough feathers and the founding fathers. <laughs> that's what the founding fathers. They were the most based men. Founding fathers. They, that's what they. That's what the genius of the founding fathers were. Shut up, Ben. You're trying to. You're just worshiping a bunch of dudes in tights who don't like to hang out with their wives. Yeah, but founding fathers saw that, and that's why they put this structure in. <laughs> no, founding fathers used feather pen to undermine God's law. And yeah, they wrote the creator, but they still were like, yeah, Ben, should we include like fucking God in this? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just say a fucking creator and make it broad. And then like, you know, it'll still make sense. But later on, people will just appeal to us and be like, oh, they, they had so much foresight. Oh, they had so much fucking foresight. 
And then you get people like Ben Shapiro and Charlie Cook, you know, masturbating to them. And you just, just get endless PragerU memes. Just like, the founding fathers knew this. It's like, no, would you stop? No. Stop worshiping the creation. Yeah, but the, what the founding fathers created and that feather pen and that stroke of genius was the foundation. I mean, no. No, it's not. Because based on that appeal, a bunch of new feather pen people like Joe Biden could just use their feather pen. And if, and if, if it's not based in something much larger that's grounding absolute truth, dignity, human dignity, freedom, all of these immaterial values we just assume, then, then you have to appeal to the new changes if it can be changed with a pen. Like, what's, why is it better that a group of feather pen dudes had foresight of things and than a group of new people who don't have foresight? You're still making a giant value judgment, Ben. Well, I mean, that, that goes without saying. I, I'd be happy to debate you, but you're, not, you're over 17 years old, so I probably won't do it. Can I do a video of Ben Shapiro and... Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my gosh. I should do a video with those dudes hanging out and then Ben Shapiro just like snuck in as like the... He was like the little boy who like, you know, was hired to bring in the sh you know shoes and polish the shoes. And then he was like, I have an idea. You guys, let me sit at the table. I, I have a tiny feather pen. It's totally dry, but you know, my ink is dry. My, my inkwell is dry. <clears throat> that could be funny with a little wig and he just plays the violin. Why do Jews not believe in Jesus? Well, because they, they um, prophesied Jesus. They prophesied and then he just didn't show up the way they wanted to, you know? They were like, the Messiah's coming, huh? And then Jesus shows up. He's like, hey, guys. Oh, he's like, doesn't wash very much and just hanging out. And they're like, you, you have no chutzpah. Like, what, where is your, can you sing? Do you sing? How you, you know, flip. Uh, show us some prophet. Show us some flipping the prophet, huh? You said, we said prophet, but we meant the other prophet, huh? Where's your way? Why are you so, uh, so dirty, huh? And they just rejected. <clears throat> because they were thinking of the future and our people now are full of self-love. Well, that, those can both be true, but they can still not be the, the real important part of hum, human uh, existence. We're kind of taking America and we're just assuming we're at the, the pinnacle of human uh, virtue. You know, it's like America and the idea and, the, and the, the, the written feather pen on the little old piece of fiber paper that they sell at Urban Outfitters now in journals that um, somehow that's the source. It's not the source. It starts from another assumption. It, it starts from a greater line of thinking that's way more ancient, 
uh, way more absolute than, you know, what a bunch of dudes did with feathers, you know, away from their, their wives. Feather fighting. Fagging, fanning feathers. Fanning, fagging feathers. <laughs> uh, where did the little gamma troll go? I like to get once in a while some of those guys, but they, they always show up, say a bunch of shit, they get blasted, and then they leave. I don't like when they leave. Thou shall not judge. Yeah, we shouldn't. We, we don't judge the heart. But we can judge actions all we want, you know? You just don't judge the heart. We don't know the heart. Thoughts on veganism from a morality standpoint? Um, I think animals are given to us to consume and take care of. And so I don't buy veganism on a moral basis because vegans don't have a moral basis. They just use suffering as the basis of morality. And so if a vegan says, we shouldn't eat meat because uh, it's su it causes suffering, all you have to say is, okay, if there was a pill that removed all of the experience in an animal but kept it alive, would you be okay? And they would have to say yes. And it's the same argument that Sam Harris has in his basis of morality, which is bunk, which is that in the moral landscape that reduced suffering and enhanced uh, well-being is the basis of good. And of course, that's not true because you can have a society of people who are truly depraved and evil who have a high level of well-being, who don't experience suffering at all. Uh, so it's bullshit. Not I would, I'm starting a, to brainstorm a cartoon about Sam Harris too. It's like a compilation of Sam, Sam Harris to himself and his followers debunking um, uh, God, but it's all of the worst atheist arguments ever. A bunch of straw men, and he's just uh, he just it's a whole set of them. And then uh, of course you pan out, and he's just he's just a little rat. He's just sitting on some cheese. Um, but yeah, veganism, they always make a moral uh, stand, stand and they never can ground the, the claim, you know. And then um, most of them that I've discussed with uh, this particular issue, once I come back with, okay, so, you know, that means if, if well-being is the basis, if, if the ending, ending of suffering is the, the basis of morality then any existence that puts us in a vat, in a, in a perpetual state of uh, euphoria, but we're not moving, you know, and we're just not aware and just we're just in that state, that would be the most moral possible existence, according to most, many vegans, I won't say all, and um, many uh, people like Sam Harris. So you just take the logical uh follow and you go all the way to the end and you can skip all of the little particulars because because that's the claim you know and that's what you got to do with these you know a conversation about a conversation exactly this opinion is gay and retarded well 
animals will end up suffering. Yeah, I mean, veganism requires some level of suffering and death for animals. It's just all they're arguing is there's a certain animal that maybe has a certain eyeball and has eyelashes and uh, it makes a sound and it exhibits some sort of social cues with its family and friends. And then they'd make the basis, well, because then the, then the new basis is which animals? And you're like, well, anything that's conscious. Then you're like, which animals have thoughts about thoughts? And then they're like, oh, shit, we don't know. Yeah, suffering is the, the whole basis. Forget veganism. Anyone who assumes suffering in general ought to be uh, minimized on a moral basis without a, ba without a basis to, to claim that is silly because suffering is, um, you know, it's an essential part of existing and there's no world without it. So, and then, the, then it gets into like, what's, you know, some people like the pain of like, you know, then you determine what is suffering for one versus the other. Some people love, you know, getting multiple tattoos at the same time, you know? Conversation about a conversation and conversation and conversation. We have dominion over the earth. Yeah. If, if the animals were equal to us, there would be an animal in a car right now live streaming about this topic and arguing. You ever notice how anybody who's making a claim that animals should be treated exactly as humans um, are also humans and they're never, they never end up being animals. It's like if they were the same, they would be making uh, philosophical stances and arguments, you know? Well, how do you know they're not Jim Bob? How do you know they're not? I had a, I heard this one Indian guru charlatan go. Well, it totally totally makes sense that we think that that God is a man. But if we were, let's say that we were a buffalo. If we were a buffalo, we would think God is a buffalo. And I'm like, no, buffaloes don't think like they don't have the term God. They don't have abstract values. They don't have morality. They don't have thoughts about thoughts. So what are you talking about? Those are my least favorite people, specifically the Indian gurus who just use all this like shit and then they confuse people and then everyone's like, look at that accent is so good. He's sitting in a certain way. He must know something. You're like, you're not listening. You're not listening. You sound more Irish than Indian. Yeah, I have to work on that. What about the dolphins? They might be intelligent. Yeah. I mean, whales have certain, allegedly have dialect. They have different dialect that um, is indiscernible from other pods and stuff. But um, I don't think there's any indication that they're thinking abstract thoughts about abstract concepts. They might have thoughts about physical concepts that they can see and interact with, and they might be able to communicate in a very complex way about the things that they see. But I don't think they have immaterial thoughts that they can transmit uh, to each other, like um, math, numbers, specific like um, language. They just have like sounds that indicate something. Um, but who knows? I just don't think they do.
because it's all behavioral. Like we can sit and have conversations about conversations again. It's it's important that we're having the conversations, and uh, uh, th- th- these are the conversations that we need to be having. Um, and uh, they don't. You know, everything is given toward a very. I mean, the closest thing they have to that is like leisure, like surfing, like they have fun, like dolphins can have fun. Uh, but they don't go. I'm having fun. They don't have the word fun. They just have the impulse and the experience, and they might be able to like make it uh, as contagious as a yawn, maybe. You know. Do 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 do. Cats only meow to people not to each other. Yeah. Um, the reasoning that I heard about that is that, um, cats, when they became more and more domesticated, that they saw the attention that a baby got from its, the, from the, the master. Um, and it's so a cat, it is allegedly said is impersonating a baby. And so it's like, Oh, I can do that. Dumb human. Maybe they think it sucks. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they maybe they think it sucks. I mean, they could be just surfing. And they the problem is we project our emotive uh faces and shit onto things. So a, a dolphin doesn't have the choice. It literally its face looks like it's smiling all the time. So it's like we always see like the cute moments where a dolphin is doing something. You're like it's smiling. But you, but a dolphin just like raping another dolphin in a gang bang or like shredding up a baby shark, you know, you'd be like, you, you know, it's like, it's, it's smiling. It's just, no, it's a curved up weird mouth. It's like, it's never not smiling. Cat meow sounds like a tiger growl. Does it? I mean, I I don't know. <clears throat> gonna garden this year. Yes. Yeah, garden last year. I think I'm gonna build bigger beds this year. Um, it's really fun to do it, you know. And it's like People who are, you know, on the verge or they're adjacent to homesteading or they're trying to do whatever they can, you know, it's important to give up the pressure of trying to be like um, a full-on self-dependent, self-reliant thing. And don't make the judge of your gardening and what you're doing that, you know, don't do it comparatively. Gardening and growing is, is as not is as equal, but it's, it's on par with raising, raising children. So like, look at it from the standpoint of like nurturement, like the, like you're a guardian of life. And, uh, and from that perspective, it's always enjoyable no matter how the scale. And so I always urge people because I have a very small living situation and a very small area out on my back, tiny deck, uh, to do it. Um, 
that context really helps for people. So if you're someone who's like, you want to do that, but it's, you think it's so pathetic and small and it's like embarrassing. Don't, you're looking at it from the wrong place or at least not at an empowering place that gives you a really joyful context for it. Of course, that context comes with consequences because if you kill them, uh, you will be left with being a shitty guardian. So, um, you know, I take back half of what I said. Sorry. I understand letting the masses learn a lesson, but what about loved ones? Um, you can influence them when you can and in the way that uh, they're responsive to. I learned that too. Like people aren't responsive necessarily to the truth gavel, to the truth shotgun. Um, you know, and maybe they'd never wake up to certain things, you know? So that's that can't be the basis of like the prerequisite for you being loving and, uh, you know, connected, you know, cause the pity part also you have to get rid of, you can have compassion, but once it dips into pity, pitying, you got to check that because, um, people pick up on that. And so, I mean, I have family members who are totally bent over, cucked, wearing a mask, you know, just, you know, believe the whole shit. And it's like a part of me, the stronger part of me that gets to exhibit a certain view on this platform in reality most of the time is just like, you fucking idiot. How are you so fucking stupid? But it's, it's, it's doesn't work. It's not only is it ineffective in, in opening someone's eyes, but it's not, it's not even Christ-like. It's just like, it's right. It's righteousness, but not it's righteous. Don't be righteous in information. That's what I'm learning for myself. Don't be righteous in information. You know, information should just be like, oh, this information. You know, you want to be righteous in in your standards and your values, like love, uh, morality, compassion, honor, truth, these kinds of things in your work, in what you do. Uh, these ki- those are the categories you want to be rigorous with. Don't be righteous in I you know information. It's really it's it's hard not to because. To you, you know the truth, but just understand that on the other side, they think they they know the truth. And it's like, what do you mean? I have a lab coat. Like, I'm not going to believe you. And so it just ends up being like facts against facts, facts against facts, facts against facts. And you don't want to be stuck there with with people, uh, specifically and with family. You don't want to be stuck there. You want to be you want to be laughing. You want to take the piss out of things. You want to remember funny things from your childhood with your with your brothers and sisters. You know? You don't want to be getting to the bottom of it. You're my sister. You're my brother. I really need to just get to the bottom of this. It's getting in the way. It's like, shut up. <clears throat> shut up. Boring. That's the other part. Uh, you could actually start wearing a lab coat. Um, that's actually funny, though, because, like, if you did it and it wasn't so brutal, like, you know, it could be really funny. 
why are the days of your week pagan gods? I don't know that to be true. Um, I have no idea. Vax don't care about your feelings. Now that would actually be a good lefty, or not even lefty now. We're not even in lefty righty anymore. We're in like truth, lies, deception. Uh, Vax don't care about your feelings would actually be a good pro, um, pro authority, pro technocrat um, rhetoric meme. So we're here all day, you guys. Wait, there are flat earthers. Cringe. I don't really cringe at flat earths. Uh, you know, I think if you're someone who stands in science and your appeal is, we know this because, um, and you and you're standing in the place that people should know the truth about that, and that's if science can provide you the truth, you'd be eager to interact with people who thought the Earth was a different shape than you. But if you're following people like Neil Tyson DeGrasse, he's like, no, I will not reduce myself to them because it gives them credit. That's why I will not debate. That's not someone who's actually convinced or um, committed to truth or sharing the truth or enlightening. So if the stance is you think people should know X and there are people who clearly are explicitly saying the opposite or something different, Anyone who really pursues truth would be like, no cringe. They'd be like, cool, opportunity. Let's go. But that's how you know uh, flat earthers have been uh, at the effect of sort of um, the same the same level of smear campaigns as uh, politicians and other people and uh, anyone who's opposed a certain view has received. And uh, that's stupid. If you're, if you're, if you know what you know, and you know how to defend it, and you know how to reason it to someone, then you shouldn't be cringing at flat earthers. You should be going, "This is cool." Like I get to interact with someone who has a complete different perspective. Like, let's see how well I can defend my perspective, and let's see how well they can present and defend their claim. And that should. I mean, if you're after material truth, at least, then, I mean, I don't understand what the problem is. I don't understand. There is one argument I realized the other day that uh, something gets snuck by. And I'm not making a grand conclusion of what the consequences of this is. But when someone goes... Yeah, but if we were moving X, Y, Z, uh, X amount of, of um, you know, if we were moving this fast, right, wouldn't we feel it? And then Neil Tyson DeGrasse says what? He says, well, do you, you don't feel it in a car or a plane. And it's like, yeah, because we're protected with a windshield and a plane. If you were moving that fast, otherwise you would feel it. If you drive a car without a windshield or if you fly in a plane without the actual tube, you will feel it. 
So this whole concept, you don't feel it. That's bullshit. You do feel it. If you feel it, unless you protect yourself. So that whole thing's bullshit. And I've never actually heard someone just say that. Like, what? No. No, you have a shield. You built a shield. So you don't feel it. Otherwise, you feel it. Your hair feels it. You can't breathe. Your eyes, your fucking face goes blah, 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 blah. Like, what are you talking about? You don't feel it. Of course, you feel it. Anyway, I got to go. Uh, again, defend your position. I don't really care about material claims. They're just kind of peripheral to me. It's like, okay, it could be, could be not. I'm more interested in the metaphysical, but that's just me. I'm a, I'm a uh, pretentious philosophical Chad. Okay. But if you're going to be a, you know, pro science, if you think the earth is one shape or the other, stop being little bitches. Just talk to each other and be like, what about this model? And the other person go, yeah, but this is a problem with that. And do it like grown men at a bar. Oh, you're fine. I can't talk to you. I can't even talk and share a beer with you, cringe. No, that makes you look dumb, okay? That makes you look dumb. If you don't want to look dumb, if you want to represent science, don't do that. That makes you look dumb. Anyway, I got to go. Oh. <sighs>